Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. Appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors, uh, Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. We didn't make it over to Churn and Spoon yesterday. We're going to have to put that off for another day, but we will get over there and try to put together the Thunder and Lightning Flavor Extravaganza Combo Deluxe. That's what we're going to call it. Sprinkles, chocolate syrup, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of childlike things on this on this ice cream treat, yeah. I think. Yeah, it's, it's going to basically be a train wreck of ice cream. <laughs> I can't wait to, to see how it comes out. If you, if you ever watched Home Alone and you saw what Kevin yes. put on that, yeah. whatever Sunday he made, that's what that's ours is going to look like. That's right. Yeah. It doesn't come with a spoon either. You just got to go in like a pig. <laughs> just get after it. Uh, College Corner and collegecornerstore.com. That's the place to find Mississippi State National Championship merchandise. Oh, it's for sale all right. Head over to collegecornerstore.com or one of the two locations in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. And you can be rocking a brand new t-shirt, hat, polo, anything you want that's got that Mississippi State National Championship swag. Humble Taco, Starville's newest and best Mexican restaurant. If you haven't been to Humble Taco, you are missing out. And if you have been, you know what I'm talking about when I tell you it's just something very unique to Starkville, very unique indeed. It's something you haven't had other places. Southern classics turned into Mexican favorites. Something for everybody on the menu, keto, vegan, or you know, just just a guy like me that likes to eat tacos, you know. You got it. You got it. You got we, it working for we you. We will not be partaking in the keto or vegan, but if you do, they have that I mean, for you. You know, if I just want some meat, I was like, you know what? Just bring me a plate of meat. They might do it. That's keto, right? They aim to please. They do. They do. So head over there today on University Drive and check out Starville's newest and best Mexican restaurant, Humble Taco. We are back with the rumblings, and we got a boatload of questions for from you guys today. We really appreciate you taking the time to uh, to throw them in. Let's let's get to answering them. Let's just dive right in with my good friend Brian McDuff, who says. Nathan Pickering seems like an obvious pick as a potential leader, even if he had good reasoning. Do you think him opting out last year hinders that? I don't think so. I think players would understand his reasoning. Uh, his was a little different yeah. because I think he actually had COVID, yeah. and I think that did take a toll on him both physically and mentally, mm-hmm. just dealing with that, and I think he just kind of wanted to step away. Right. I didn't hate that decision. I mean, he has the right to make that decision. If you're I don't, sick, you got to get out. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think it was him quitting on the team or anything like that. I just think it was just a personal decision. Yeah. From all accounts, from what we've heard from workouts and stuff, he's doing very well. You know, he's a leader in there. So, I, I think that he has a chance to take that next step in a leadership role and from a production standpoint. But, and listen, we we haven't seen a full season out of him yet. No. And you know, you you look back, he had better numbers than Fabian Lovett. Mm-hmm. And, and in many ways, as a, as a true freshman, yeah, and he didn't play the first part of that schedule that much, mm-hmm. and you know he played he had better numbers than what Lovett did, yeah. So, 
I just think for the production that he's had when he's been in the game has been really good. I'd, I'd like to see a full season out of him, similar to you know what we wanted from Willie Gay and Marcus Murphy and those guys. Hopefully, you get a full season out of him, and yeah. you can he can kind of realize his potential. I agree. Also, Brian wants to know: Are SEC media predictions getting worse because of who is credentialed? I, I don't think that's the case because I mean the, these guys, these touchdown Alabama guys and Saturday Down South guys, they've been good and credentialed this whole time. I think part of it last year was with with COVID, people didn't get out and see as many games. I I don't even know if it's getting worse. I just think this is what it is. Yeah, I agree. And I and I agree with Brian here. I think it does have a lot to do with who's credentialed. Okay. I I, I think that you should have a vetting process. And hey, if if that means that people like like me or whoever you know works for a fan site is knocked out, whatever. You know, I, I don't really care, even though I was credentialed with Starville Daily News for that, but we need to have people in there that you can trust are going to make unbiased selections. And at the end of the day, really, does it does it matter? I mean, honestly, we, we had a whole show on it, but preseason predictions are already, you know, a, a grain of salt type of thing. Does it really matter what, what people no. think that don't watch this team, these teams <laughs> regularly? I, I just... I don't know. I, I don't think we should get as upset as we do, but you and I get uh, – we, we might say that and we get we get just as upset about certain things. Yeah. So. Uh, our friend Colton Watson wants to know, uh, I feel like Chris Lamontis and Scott Fox all totally set the blueprint for how pitching staffs should be handled in college baseball from here on out, especially when a staff has depth. Will other college coaches, namely a few, change their tactics or will old habits die hard until these coaches are replaced? Yeah, some coaches aren't changing. Some yep. coaches are going to throw their starters 100-plus pitches – uh, every weekend, uh, no, no matter what kind of depth they have in their bullpens. I just think that this showed that that's kind of the direction where things are headed. And really, it's it's been like that for a lot of teams in the past, too. I mean, there, there's been a lot of teams that have had that mindset of we're going to throw our best guys whenever and however long we need to throw them. Mm. And by the end of the season, those guys are absolutely gassed. And, I, you know, I I felt like – you know Vanderbilt and teams like that just weren't the same down the stretch. But State was as good as they've been all year. I yeah. thought State was pitching. You know t- Texas was probably the best pitching staff in the country, the be- from top to bottom, and they pitched pretty well in the College World Series. But I thought State had a better College World Series even than they did. Yeah, and I I attribute that in large part to the way they managed this pitching staff. There was not a single person that was worn down late in the year. Yeah. I mean everybody was Agreed. ready to go. Agree. Bednar was a strikeout, flyout pitcher all year. In the national championship game, most of his outs were ground outs. Do you think that was part of the game plan or just a funny baseball thing? I mean, it seems to me he was just on his game and they were having trouble getting around on him. And that's how ground balls come come about. Yeah, he was he was working some weak contact uh, from bats. They just couldn't square anything up on yeah. him. I mean, and I, it's funny because in Omaha, you think you want to pitch to contact, you want fly balls. It's a, the ballpark's yeah. so deep. Well, and, and also, you know, a lot of some of that might have um, to do with with the batter's thoughts of that part too. Because when you get there, you either want to drive the ball out of the yard, or you're trying to get ground balls through the hole, or, or line drives to drop. And so, you know, some guys might be thinking ground balls, but I I rarely saw balls tagged off of him. I mean, yeah. he he was getting some weak ground balls or weak pop ups, weak flyouts, swings and misses. Mm-hmm. That was just the best he's pitched all year. I don't know what changed with him, what flipped, but he's kind of a gamer anyway. I mean, yeah. it, it might have just been a deal where he got in there and 
he just bared down and it, was not going to get beat. That, that, watching him pitch in those games made his Saturday against Ole Miss so much more perplexing to me. I will never understand how he, he just was not on that day. But it is what it is. Well, the ball was flying out of the park. Yeah, and it, you yeah. know they just he just wasn't missing any barrels. Yeah. Uh, Carter Bentley, what company would benefit from a college arena tour more, WWE or AEW? AEW because that they that would that's building play new fans. To, well, and it would play more to their fan base. The issue is no wrestling team is ever no wrestling company that can't sell be- if you can't sell beer in your arena, you can't have wrestling. Yeah. Now that said, the hump can have beer. In well, a lot of places are, and places they've been before. Yeah, are like you know Penn State. Yeah, Ohio State, Louisville. Imagine an SEC tour. Oh, that'd be awesome. You know, I, pavilions, the hump. Uh, and most of those places sell beer now. I mean, yeah. but I feel like AEW would play more to that crowd because they're kind of the little hipper. They're 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 a watered down attitude era. Yeah. Right now, yeah. I mean, they've had some death matches. You know, they they like to cuss a little bit. They oh, like yeah. to introduce alcohol. Yeah. So they they would play a little more to that. I, th- I think they would have a good turnout with that. I agree. Joseph Bailey wants to know which member of the MSU beat would make the best professional wrestler in terms of character, work rate, or both. Well, well you've already cut a promo on air, so true. you got a head start. It's true. I think. I mean, for in terms of you know physical fitness, you know, can can you hit the ropes? Joel is probably the guy. Joel. Yeah. You know, and in terms of character, I mean, both of us have some some promo ability to us. Steve, I'd be a good Steve has a look. He's got a look that that could sell. I think I could be a good heel, like oh yeah, dirt bag heel. Touch me, I'll I don't, sue. I don't know a lot about this guy, but there's some like Ethan Page. Yeah, there's some of that to you. I, I could you know slick my hair back. Yeah. I could wear. Just I could be, a be like. A, I could almost be like an MJF light. Yeah, yeah. And just be, you, you know, my dad, my my dad, yeah. uh, Robert Falk the the third. Yes. With you know, I could just be. I forgot to tell you. I was going to tell you off the air, but I, I came up with an incredible idea. Okay. So I told you. You know, we used to have what's causing all that. Yeah. Right? So originally, my idea for you was going to be called the fact of the matter, and that's because Double A always said that, right? The, the fact, fact of, the, of ma- the matter is this. But I came up with a better one. Okay. I, I, when I thought of it, I giggled. I was so happy. You ready? Yes. It's going to be like this. So, so you know, let's, let's who, who's State playing? They play Louisiana Tech, right? Mississippi State, 48. Louisiana Tech, 17. What happened at Davis Way Stadium? Tell them, Falk. <laughs> Tell them, big man. Well, remember, tell them, Hawk. Yes, I know what you're That's talking about. That's where we're going. I know what you're talking so about. So we're going there. Wow. Well, exactly. Yes. That's going to be our Monday first segment. <laughs> I love it. Tell them Falk. Let's do it. It's uh, I, I was so happy when I thought of that. I was like, that is fantastic. That's one of my best <laughs> ideas ever. All right. Back, Let's back, do it. Back to Joseph Bailey's questions. Uh, what is the strangest thing in your refrigerator? Oh. Bread. In the refrigerator? Yes. My wife has just started doing this. Okay. And it's a culture shock for me. Um, I, I saw two loaves of bread in my refrigerator, and in, I, in I the, almost in the fridge. Like I like I, I started having sense. heart pop. Yeah. I, my heart was beating out of my chest. I'm like, what is happening here? This yeah. is because it, it's just whenever you see something you're not used to seeing in the yeah. refrigerator, it kind of throws yeah. you for a loop. Apparently, it preserves the bread. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, and it, you, it doesn't I mean, I believe go, that. You know, uh, and I think we were maybe we were having bread expire a little earlier than normal. Okay, but. Uh, 
you know, it's, it's been fine. I mean, I haven't thrown a fit about it or anything. We'll, we'll assess this in a couple of weeks, but yeah. that's something that really kind of threw me for, for a loop there. Yeah. My wife's birth control has to be kept cold. My wife's was like that at, yeah, at, so, at a certain point, so and that, that was kind of weird to. That's in the fridge. And that's in the past, number one. In the past, an enema. Oh, oh was in there. Oh. Yeah, no good. Uh, one, I haven't one, had one of those in a while, so just in <laughs> case you were wondering, I'm, I'm excited to hear that. Last one from Joseph. What is who is the what? What's your blandest interview of all time? Dak Prescott. Yeah, I was gonna say Gave you nothing. That like, are you, like a person we've interviewed. I, that's right, yeah, that's what he's asking, yeah. Um, yeah, it would be something like that, or like, uh, you know, the, the routine guys that, that they send us mm-hmm. that are just going to be the coach speak. Yeah. But Dak got to that point. Like, yeah. He was just, Big you time. know, Nick Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald had some, some personality to him. Sometimes. Yeah. But, you know, after losses is some of the worst interviews oh, yeah. that so, you so get. Oh, yeah, so bad, so bad. Uh, let's see here. Somebody answered our friend Taylor Rayburn's question, so that's not, not going to happen. Uh, I thought he came back and and uh, corrected him. Yeah, but then somebody else did it again. Why? Why do people answer questions they're that just, are they're jerks? There's I, no I don't understand. It. We don't care what you think. Yeah. I don't care what uh, I, what I, the random person thinks. Answering a question that's clearly addressed to us, it doesn't make any make sense. sense. Just. Izzy Mandelbaum says, I haven't asked this question specifically of Robbie since he joined the podcast. So, Robbie, you think you're better than me? <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want any problems, No Izzy. smoke with Izzy Mandelbaum. He can lift anything in this room over his head. <laughs> uh, he also asked, there's construction. So you think you're better than me? <laughs> he says, there's construction blocking the road on the east side of the hump. Is that the renovation project that's been discussed, and is it expected to be done by basketball season? I don't know and no. I don't think those. Yeah, yeah. There's, I think that's just. Yeah. I think that's just some uh, minor construction, maybe on the road or, or, or like around the hump or something. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that the uh, basketball stuff's supposed to start until after the season. I could be wrong on that. Yeah. I haven't checked on that lately. Feels like that they're gonna wait if they haven't started on it. It's gonna be one of those things like after the last. So remember with Duty Noble after yes. the last home game, it was immediate. Yes. So. So yeah, but that is uh, that's that's that that remains to be seen on that. But I think that's going to be the next project, next major project that that happens for Mississippi okay. State. Scott, you wants to know what's the first thing you thought about when you saw that Texas and OU were joining the SEC. I thought about women's basketball and Vic Schaefer. Honestly, that that was right up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the first thing I thought was that's going to be a lot of money coming to money. The I thought SEC. about brisket. And my ability to get it now, if we go on these road trips to Austin, that'll be fantastic. It's not a terrible learned, thing to think about. I learned yesterday, by the way, we learned about this on Sports Talk, that when you go to Oklahoma, like not only are the chips and salsa free, the queso's free too. Really? Yes. Um, so the new, the new Mexican restaurant over here by the movie oh, Vera theater, Cruz. they have a bean queso dip yeah. that you get in, in, in lieu of salsa. Yeah. Which is very good. It's it's Natty and Becky's favorite spot. So I to, I've, I've been there once, but I went there like the week they opened. Yeah, I need to go back again. And no, it's good. It's yeah. good. I, yeah. I like it. Uh, also, we have we have ten Mexican restaurants, but that one is certainly one of them. <laughs> also, Scott wants to know: Will this make men's basketball better in the SEC? Texas and Oklahoma not exactly powerhouses no. year in year. They're they're good. They have good years, but they're not a year in year out team. I think Texas is going to be. 
one that you can benefit from. They got a brand new basketball arena that's opening. Mm-hmm. They have got a, new coach a really good coach and pretty much unlimited resources. So I, I think that's I you know Oklahoma's up and down. Mm-hmm. They're 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 kind of above average, I would say, you know, right outside the top twenty five routinely. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I don't know how much you gain from them on that, but Texas for sure has some potential. Mm-hmm. Uh, William Taylor Ball asks, which city are you more excited to see MSU play in, Norman or Austin? I've never been to Norman, so I don't even know what it's about. I've never been to either. So I've been to Austin. Yeah, I've heard it's 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 changed for the worse lately but that being said i had a fantastic time there change for what so what's happened that's that um it's a little homelessy oh is it it's becoming more of a big city feel yeah yeah i don't like that Uh, i think norman would be more of a college type atmosphere yeah i agree We'll we'll have to get the lowdown from Derek cody yes that being said i'm interested to go both no question uh let's see here that's too much talking I'm not going to answer that one. The Flying M. Rank these Mississippi State number 12s. Adam Frazier, Brad Freeman, Desenzo Miller, Jarius Norwood, Jackie Parker, Kevin Prentice, Derek Tate, and Robert Woodard II. It's a strong number for Mississippi State. Before 15 was huge, 12 was the number. That It it very much is. Uh, Well, uh, based on um, accomplishments... Based on history, I feel like Jackie. Jackie Parker Parker's got to be at the top. He's number one. Um, and, and you know, people that have studied that era and mm-hmm. everything, they they say that he might be the greatest athlete in Mississippi State history. Yes. yes. Uh, played baseball, I believe. Yeah. Played football as well. So okay. I'm going with him, number one. I'm going Norwood too. Okay. I have often said that Jarius Norwood, had he switched places with Reggie Bush, he would have won a couple of Heisman's. That talented. Yeah. He. He, he was definitely things. yeah he was on he was he came at the wrong time so um, okay two? so yeah let's see uh, Adam, Adam Frazier had the three. single season record in hits I'll put State. him three um Desenzo Miller one of the best running backs yep. in MSU history we'll yep. put him four Kevin Prentice had some big games we'll put Brad Freeman but I would go with Brad Freeman Brad Freeman him. and then Kevin Prentice and then Robert Woodard so Derek Tate's last he's dead last yeah. okay unfortunately. Just, just yeah. the nature of the beast here. So let's re-rank them here from one to one through whatever. Parker, Norwood, Frazier, Miller, Freeman, Prentice, Woodard, Tate. Okay. That's our that's our official uh, rankings. Miller time, and this is a question we've been seeing a lot. Uh, the OU Texas move has brought back the idea that eventually college football's top brands will break away from the FBS and form their own league. What's the fewest number of teams where you think MSU would be included? And hypothetically, what would MSU football do if they were left out? I don't think anybody's kicking MSU out of anything. Not at this point. Why, why would you do that? Yeah. There's two things to remember. One is that you know you want you want the TVs in Mississippi watching your product, even though there's not a lot of them. You do want that. And two, there are other sports. I just I feel like people have this I don't know if it's a, a fear com- it's a complex yeah. is that Mississippi oh, we're State Oh, the first ones out. Yeah, yeah that Mississippi State the State's with the name 10 straight bowls. With the name image and likeness thing like Mississippi yeah. State can't pay for anybody to do this. Uh you know with with all these other sports Mississippi State can't keep up. They can't they can't provide the facilities. Startville's not a good town. Mississippi State is a really really strong athletic department nationally. 
it, it, you might not think they are, but this is a this is an athletic department that's competitive at most of the sports. I think from top to bottom, one of the best in the SEC as far as production among other sports. Yeah, Mississippi State's not going anywhere. There's no reason to push Mississippi State out. Right. So I I don't think I don't think there's any way State's getting pushed out no matter what. I I think that they're they're pretty much grandfathered in with the SEC. They were a charter member. Um, I I don't think people realize how big of a deal Mark Keenum is on the national landscape of uh, both academics and athletics. He is a big deal within the SEC. There's a lot of respect for him. So uh, I don't think Mississippi State's going anywhere. I agree. Uh, Let's see here. Joe Dog, which one-hit wonder was worse? Kung Fu Fighting, Ice Ice Baby, Achy Breaky Heart, who let the dogs out by the Baja men? We gotta make for sure. We're not talking about Chuck Smooth here. And Gangnam Style by Psy. I don't like that. Who let the dogs out? Version. That version of Who Let the Dogs Out is terrible. The 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 original Dog Pound Rock yeah. version. Give of me that. Chuck Smooth or give me Death. Yes, I agree. Um, so yeah, we'll go with that one. All right. Uh, Walking Bully, are you aware of any current MSU athletes who listen to the podcast? If so, who? They all do. Uh, they all tell us too. They're like love the podcast. No, I have no. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if anybody listens. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure there have been a few that have come through and listened to us from mm-hmm. time to time. But um, you know, a lot of people that, a lot of players that uh, graduate from Mississippi State begin reading our stuff or listening to our stuff. You'd be surprised the people that that start paying attention to the the things that we write and we say once they graduate. Yeah. We have several former players that are members. Of, of our site, so it's, it's always cool whenever you see that happening. Great. Uh, let's see here. Next question is from Dear Old State, who asks, and sort of hidden on what you just said, we all know how fragile the psyche of Mississippi State football fans can be. However, I've seen overwhelming support for bringing in UT and OU. With that in mind, which 2021 college football development should we be most scared of, NIL, Transfer Portal, or SEC expansion? Shouldn't be scared of any of them. Um, if I had to pick one, it would probably be transfer portal because that means there's going to be a lot of opportunities for you know good players. That said, I don't think the, I don't think the poaching of rosters is going to be as as dire as some people make. There was somebody on your board the other day who said, well, "What happens if Sawyer Robertson has a great year and decides I need to go to Alabama so I can make more?" He was combining NIL and transfer portal. I'm going to Alabama to make more like that doesn't really happen in the SEC. Well, I know that this just happened, but I, that's not really. Well, what bothers I don't think that's me about really it is happen. this, and this is something that it goes back to, like when we were talking about the portal coming in. Like, so what? So like Jeffrey Simmons and Montez Sweat can just go to Alabama? Did you ever occur that maybe they like it at Mississippi State? Like Mississippi State fans love to believe that nobody likes Mississippi State. This place is just, and then they get mad. Yeah. Whenever somebody downgrades yeah. their program, like, and the, you're the one who just said one of our top players just decide they want to leave. I just don't understand that mindset. It's that I don't get. It. I don't know who started it, but that poor old Mississippi State mindset. Whoever Name started that rhymes in, with Barry Fimpleman. Did he start that? I believe he, he st- started it. He started that 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 phrase. I'm, I'm giving it to him. Okay, sure. Ford Polk wants to know: Is 24 the most iconic number of all time? Jeff Gordon, Kobe Bryant, Ken Griffey Jr., Willie Mays, even Barry Bonds in his Pittsburgh days wore it. Ah. I don't know. 23 has Jordan. I'm sure there's enough. I mean, there's more 23s out there. But have, when you say what's the most famous number in sports history, people would probably say 23 first, right? 
possibly. Because LeBron had LeBron it. had 23 for a while. Michael yeah. Jordan. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I don't know of a number that I would just uh, – another number that I would associate with David Beckham was 23. Is that right? Yeah. Don Mattingly was 23. Okay. I'm trying to see here. I haven't really thought that far into that. For for football, there's not really a big-time 23. Devin Hester. Devin Hester is the yeah. first one that yeah. came to mind. Yeah, but that's a good point. I don't know. One of the uh, greatest returners. The greatest. I mean. The greatest. Unbelievable what that guy did yeah. defensively and in the return game. And then we got – Ford's got a little bit of a peanut butter and jelly fetish going here. So he wants to know, Jif or Peter Pan? Oh, it's a Jif all day. There you go. And Smuckers, it's, and it's creamy. Smuckers or Welch's jelly? Homemade. Ooh, that's a good point. Your mom – was that your mom? That's good yep. jelly. Did you did you try it? I tried the strawberry. You like it? Yeah, it's fantastic. And then do you want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or a honey and Nutella sandwich? Peanut butter and jelly and try a fried peanut butter and jelly oh, yeah. now and then. yeah. Honey and Nutella just sounds like straight diabetes. Yeah, I mean, you just go straight to, to straight level to two. Insulin yeah. shock there. We're going to pick two and leave one with our friend Gil Manclang. Texting, emailing, calling. Uh, I'm going to leave emailing. Yeah, emailing is totally useless. I, I like to text, but the calling, you you got to have that mm-hmm. for a quick answer sometimes. Well, not only that. You don't like, want to wait on somebody to answer. You, my you mom doesn't call. text. Yeah. I want to be able to talk to my mom. Yeah, same thing with my dad. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise. Uh, I'm leaving uh, Tom Cruise because I like. Um, I, I do like We're losing Top Gun. If we, do. I do like I do like Top Gun, but Days of Thunder. Brad Pitt gave us seven. He gave yeah. us Fight Club. Yeah. I feel like DiCaprio gave us the Departed. Titanic. I feel like right now, if I, if I if I have to talk about their past catalog, it's probably Cruise. But DiCaprio and Pitt are making better movies now. Yes. So I'm going to go with you on that. Crab, lobster, or shrimp? Uh, I'm probably going to leave crab, and I'll go with shrimp and lobster. I'm going to I'm going to lose lobster. I don't eat lobster that much, but I love crab and I love shrimp. I feel like I don't, I don't eat good, a lot. Don't get me wrong. I don't eat a lot of lobster and crab, but yeah. isn't there more meat in lobster? Ah, uh, it just depends. Okay, I, I don't. I don't do a lot of crab or lobster. Yeah. I just. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not like it's an every night. Um, thing, and I don't do a ton of shrimp either. But if I if I had to pick between those three, I would I'm pick definitely shrimp. keeping shrimp. Yeah. yeah. Gin blossoms better than Ezra. The spin doctors. I'm leaving spin. Doctors. Spin doctors are out. I agree. Um, Two princes is a is a great song, yeah. but. What else do they have? Yeah, Jimmy Olsen's Blues. Jimmy Olsen Blues. Yeah, that's about it. That's it. Uh, Better uh, Than Ezra and Jim Blossoms have several far, songs I like. A lot, lot bigger catalog, yeah. Last one. From the Olympics, gymnastics, track, or swimming? That's a that's a good one because gymnastics is, is, uh, is sneaky. But I'm going to go with track and swimming. Yeah, I think I, I like the I like the racing aspect of yeah, it. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Ryan Sims, if you could bring one professional sport to Mississippi, what would it be? Football. Actually, you know, I might go baseball. See, that's what I'm thinking because it's going to be tough to get people away from the Saints and the Cowboys and things like that. But for baseball, if there was a team here, you would a lot of Braves fans would make the change. I think. But except for Joel Coleman, from a economic standpoint, I think football would be. Better. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. 
All right, RJ Sweatman asks, uh, what do we got here? Pick one for lunch, a muffaletta, a Cuban, or an open-faced roast beef sandwich. My wife loves a muffaletta, but I've never really eaten it. So I don't like olives. So I'll probably go with the open-faced roast beef. Open-faced roast beef. I'm surprised you didn't go Cuban with the pickles on it. I I haven't eaten that. Oh, man, it's roast pork, ham, Swiss, mustard, and pickles. I'm sure it's good. I I just haven't had it, so I can't speak. A Cubano. What is your favorite Olympic sport? Swimming. Swimming. You know what? I like to watch sports I don't normally watch. So my answer is water polo. Okay. I I get a kick out of watching water polo. I just go back to whenever I was younger Mm. and Michael Phelps and those guys on the swim team. Like, that was just so awesome. Yeah. And sure. like I said, the gymnastics is very sneaky. Like that, the men's gymnastics team that came through ten plus years ago, whenever that was, mm-hmm. they were awesome. Simone Biles might be one of the greatest athletes on the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't give enough. They don't get enough credit. I don't feel like. All right, and then last one from uh, R.J. Sweatman. What is considered too aggressive in rebuking someone who answers your rumblings question? Nothing is too aggressive. You can call them. You call that mother up, you know, whatever you want. I think possibly, you know, challenging them to a fight would yeah, be a I would little do a aggressive. Yeah, maybe that's a good point. All right. Justin Strawn wants to know at a very reasonable 2.28 p.m. Uh, let's see here. Extra simply means more of something. Ordinary means unremarkable. So why does extraordinary mean very special or remarkable instead of more unremarkable? The English language is struck again. Uh, in that form, it's just saying it's even more... Or, well... You know what? He has a good point. Yeah, I don't know. I, always, is, is I like to be when more Finn ordinary? gimmick was the extraordinary man who does extraordinary things. I I have no answer for I, this. If English I'm looking at that... Messing with if us, I'm man. breaking that down, I'm saying it just means you're extra... Ordinary. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what it means. With You're even more trips, ordinary than normal. Yeah. That makes no sense. With three straight trips to the College World Series, four in the last eight years, finally breaking through with the title, Mississippi State could conceivably go on a decent run the next ten to fifteen seasons. If they do, what will be considered the main catalyst? Catalyst. Jake Mangum's emergence, the hiring of Chris Lamonas, or something else. Okay, I have an idea for what this is. First off, you can't say uh, the hiring of Chris Lamonas because they were already getting there. It's the hiring of John Cohen. I said I would say the same thing. It's the hiring of John Cohen. As, he changed as, everything as, as coach in 2009. It took a long time, but that's where the, that's that shows you where the program was. Even yeah. that 07, that 07 great team, a lot of fun, but it was kind of it was, it was kind of an outlier. They just it, got hot at the right time. They got hot at the right time. You know, he built the team up. He had the little rules changed that 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 knocked them down for a year, but then. They start. That's why I've said it many times. I was so shocked when he took the athletic director's job because I thought that's how close they were to winning a national title. So, and, and a lot of people, I was one of them. I was skeptical of what they were going to do beyond that. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, that they, they had they had built so much stability with John Cohen, it just felt like they were about to take a dip back down. Yeah, but I, I agree with you completely. I think John Cohen is the catalyst here. Mm-hmm. I agree. He was hired. He made baseball important again. Not not to say that it wasn't important, but to a different level. Yeah, exactly. uh, I mean, it, it just wasn't the same. In, people from, started to, ex- to expect, okay, we're going to get back to where we were. Yeah, it took it, a long time. It wasn't the same after Pat McMahon left. Right. Till 
2013. Agreed. It just wasn't the same. And I, I feel like John Cohen stabilized this thing, hired the right guy, and Mississippi State is 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 flourishing from. I I think that this is the greatest time. The last eight years is the greatest time in Mississippi State baseball history. This is the golden age. Uh, I know Brian recently got in on Disney Plus, so I'm curious how he is doing getting caught up on Star Wars and MCU shows. As for Robbie, do you have Disney Plus? And if so are you watching? Do you have Disney Plus? I do. I, I didn't know you had gotten into it because I, I knew that a while back that you did I, I not got have it. it. So, and so I've watched The Mandalorian, and okay. I watched about half of WandaVision, and I, I and then I just I haven't caught up. I, I need to. I have a lot to watch. So, what do you think about both? WandaVision is is cool. I, I was able to get ahead of where the tw- I, I could figure out what the twist was in that. I, I was okay, like, it's like I see what's happening here. Uh, I love the Mandalorian. Yes, I thought it was fantastic, and I'm very excited. To I watch think it's it. better it's like than the Book of Mi- Boba Fett. I'll be watching that. I well. I think it's better than many it's, of their new films. It's it's better than have. all three of the new films. Yes, no question. So, uh, let's see here. Eric Busby says. If you were starting a franchise in each of the big three sports, what current player would be your first overall pick? So for basketball, who would you pick first overall? You you got you pick anybody you want. That's a good question. You got to be thinking about what are you, what are you wanting? Mm-hmm. I guess I would go with Iverson Molinar. I mean, he's going to no no no, Iver- no 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 no. Pros, man. Okay, so this is Mississippi State. Yeah, I mean, I don't think so. I I read it as we're starting a, a pro franchise. I I don't think that's what he's saying. This is a Mississippi State related podcast. Oh, okay. Well, oh gosh. Well, then I guess Molinar. Jesus. I mean, I I don't know if you want if you want to make it that. It's, it's I, I guess I, you can. I read it as we were like picking from the current pool of of available talent in the. Pros. Okay. Well, I just thought. Oh, what the heck? We have a Mississippi State. I'm sorry, Brian. I I, for, I, I completely forgot we had a pro sports podcast that we're doing. My we bad. Talk, we just talked about the Mandalorian. My bad. Okay, so if we're going pro sports, yeah. who's who's the best player in the? I don't even. Giannis. I don't. Giannis know, is I, probably the correct. Answer. I, I don't watch enough NBA. I, I'm not going with LeBron James. He's I know that. He's just I'm too done. Old now. I'm done with LeBron James. It's too old. I, I'm not. I'm not emotionally investing anything in LeBron anymore. LeBron James. I'm not. Okay. So we'll we'll go with Giannis. On Giannis that. is a good choice. Baseball. You going Trout or or, or, or Otani? <laughs> I'm going with Otani because he can pitch but and hit. You get two positions. Yes. With one pick, and then football. I mean, I have to go quarterback. I mean, I feel like it's got to be Mahomes. It's got to be you're starting a franchise, so yeah. you want somebody that's still got some, yeah Brady some a couple left years left, Rogers not much left. I would probably go with Mahomes, Mahomes as well. Okay, where would you direct someone if you wanted them to get into wrestling for the first time? Well, how long do you have? AEW. If we're going with cut with well, I would I would product. give them the network and say watch these matches. I would go to I I would go to uh, the WrestleMania where Rock and um, Hogan yeah, went head to one. head for the for the atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, because that that really is what's going to draw people in, I think, mm-hmm. that are sports fans, yeah. is the atmosphere. If you see that people are, ex- are yeah. legitimately excited about should, this. You should watch all three of the Flair Steamboat matches. Yeah. You should watch Steamboat Savage. You should watch Owen, or Owen I'm sorry, Bret Hart and uh, Shawn Michaels. And then I'm going Attitude Era stuff with yeah. Stone Cold and, and Vince McMahon. Yeah. Um, and then you, you want to fast forward to present day where a lot of that kind of ties together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Jericho stuff he's you doing. You want to right watch now. Daniel Bryan in the triple threat match, WrestleMania thirty. Yep. 
Uh, there's, there's a lot of stuff. I want to watch Valter versus uh, Dragunov. Oh, God. It's the most brutal match ever. The, a better match than that, like just pure match, was Walter uh, versus... Uh, how did I forget the guy's name? Tyler, uh, Tyler, Tyler Bate. Bate. Yeah, that's a good uh, match. That too. was a great match. Incredible. I agree. Uh, let's see here. There's some great stuff going on in WWE UK and nobody really knows about. That's true. Uh, Rumblings Bully, can I get your best piece of marital advice for my good friend Jonathan Singletary, who tied the knot this past weekend? Don't do it. It's too late. I, I would the best just, advice I could have given you would have been before the wedding when I would have told you to run. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. I would say the the best piece of advice I could get is to I could give is to pick your battles, things that you are going to get upset about. Because it's not worth it because neither one of you are going to give in on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you just need to just say, this isn't worth it, um, and I just need to move on and go in a different direction here and let her have her way. Uh, that's something that I still struggle with, and I need to do better. So I should take my own advice. There you go. All right, let's see here. Uh My buddy Tyler Jones, is Cardona versus Gage this past Saturday at GCW the best death match in history? I, I can't get into that. I, can't I didn't in, watch it. Yeah, I haven't watched it. I can't get into it. I watched the end of it. It's it's too much. I, I've seen some pretty crazy death matches. Yeah. I watched um, Mick Foley and um, uh, Terry Gordy in a... It was after Terry Gordy was kind of... He just wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, that was pretty crazy, seeing what they did in that. Of course, of course Terry Funk and uh, Mick Foley have yeah. had some crazy yeah. ma- matches where they had C4 the explosives. The light bulbs is too much for me, man. Well, I mean, if you have C4 explosives yeah. on the ring and you're hitting the ring and, and the explosives are, go- are going off in your face, mm-hmm. that's pretty crazy. I saw, I saw a little bit of this match, and it, yeah. was, it was crazy. It's been you much. Know, Cardona was busting light bulbs over yeah. his head. I mean, it's just—it's a little too much. Yeah. It's—it's—it's it, it's, it's way too much for me. I can't—I can't watch it. No, yeah, I can't get into it. All right, Jacob Shumi wants to know: Is there a statistic in any major sport that he feels overused and doesn't give a great representation of the game or player? One that is pretty much a number that a mathemat- mathematician or statistic created who had too much time on their hands. Wins or losses for pitchers. That's what I was about to say. I could go the other way with this because no, that was not created by a statistician or a mathematician. But that is the most overrated. Wins are the most overrated stat. And you can literally throw eight and two-thirds innings of no-hit baseball and lose a game. Batting you average. Throw nine, you can throw nine innings of no-hit baseball and lose. Batting average, I feel like, is not, in today's no. game, is yeah. not as relevant as it was. No, yeah, I agree with that. Um, what is it, bat bip? That's, that's the yes. one you want to look at. About batting average on balls in play. Yeah. That's what you're looking at. So, yeah. Yeah, there's there's a lot. But wins is the most useless stat for a pitcher these days yep. that you'll ever find. Like I look at Ethan Small's wins and losses and Brandon Woodruff. Right. By the way, they both happen to be in the same organization. Yeah. I don't know if there's a correlation there, but uh, that it just it doesn't matter as much. You want to be looking at the uh, earned runs they're giving up or uh, you know, per innings pitched. Yeah, which is your ERA, yeah, and also your you know yeah whip and and strikeout to walk ratio is right. a big deal too. There you go. All right, let's move on into the second half of the rumblings. It's brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. Head over to Starkville's uh, Val's Marketplace to find Welcome Home Beef products on the shelf there in the butcher's counter. Burgers, steaks, roast, everything you're looking for. They'll cut them fresh to order. 
the prices are a little bit lower, and everything's just the way it was there on University Drive. Welcome Home Beef is sprouting up all over the state of Mississippi. They're in Collinsville. They're in Louisville. They are in Corinth and in Pontotoc and Bahalia and New Albany and Olive Branch. If your city's not on that list, well, you need to find out why. Call your local grocery stores and call Welcome Home Beef. That number is 662-268-8148 or visit them online at welcomehomebeef.com. Welcome Home Beef. It just tastes good. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. That's Starkville's. That's my favorite restaurant in Starkville. I'll just come out and say it. I eat there way too often. Maybe and there's not. nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Judge though, you for you know, that. Nobody's judging. Well, nobody should judge anyway. Only one can judge, and he he would probably eat there too. I'll be honest with you. I'm trying to think what he would eat. He wouldn't eat pork. We're, we're going. We're going down a, a, a tough path here. <laughs> Maybe we should just get back to the ad for you. What's their fish like? <laughs> Are you still eating? Yes, you know. Keep fish just keeps popping up on my plate here. I don't know what's going on. Just, <laughs> just snap your fingers. It's uh, like the Brazilian steakhouse yeah, in here. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, two brothers <laughs> smoked meats. It's divine. Nice. <laughs> Advantage Business Systems, tough act to follow there. Uh, Advantage Business Systems. They've got the two-way plan to take care of your business. They offer an incredible selection of services, of products, anything your business needs from a technological standpoint. They've got it, and they back everything they up. They sell up with fantastic customer service, the kind you would expect to get from your next-door neighbor. That's what Advantage Business Systems is. It's your, it's a neighborly business. It's a local business. It's a Mississippi business, first and foremost. Why don't you call them today and find out how they can help you. That number is 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. Taylor Burton wants to know who we think leads the team in sack bunts next year. You. You you have you, a Taylor. Cha- I, Taylor, you will be within three of the leader. I promise you that. Just go ahead and prepare yourself. This team is that, not, not going to bunt. Team, no. Hunter Johnson, have y'all heard of Christian McLeod has signed or is there a chance he comes back to school? I don't think so. Think he, unless he, unless contract talks just completely break down, and, yeah. and he feels like you know he he can make more money next year, mm. I I feel like they're going to make that happen. I agree. Billy Waits wants to know: Can Texas and Oklahoma afford to pay the seventy-five million dollar payment penalty to join the SEC early? Would the SEC help them out with the cost? I don't think the SEC would help at all. Can they afford it? Yes, probably. Yeah. Well, they're they're about to make that money back yeah, in that, two years. They're get it back, so it'll take them two years to get that money back. Yeah, just just from what they're getting from the SEC. Yeah. So uh, you know, a lot of people make a big deal about that. Well, they're gonna have to make they're have to pay all that money. Yeah. Well, okay, they'll they'll make it back. They'll make it back pretty quickly. Uh, Dalton Lee, Team USA has now lost three of its four basketball games. Is this team struggling from chemistry, or has the talent talent gap narrowed internationally? I think the biggest problem is the best players. Best players aren't playing. LeBron's not there. AD is not there. Steph is not there. Klay Thompson is still hurt. I mean, you got Durant. Who you know, Harden's not there. Trey Young's not there. I mean, what do you guys want? The next next time, they'll have like this new sense. This of pride. happens every five or five or six Olympics. Yes. Where remember we had the dream. We had you know the college kids for a long time. Then they lost, and we're like, okay, we're going to send the pros. Then you have the dream team, which was unbeatable. The next team, the 96 team, was good but not as good. And then it started going downhill again. And then in 08, everybody's like, okay, enough of this. Yep. And they sent Kobe and LeBron and, and Carmelo and the rest of them, and they dominated. They're untouchable. And now it's, that's, it's that's what's going to happen. Down again. And so you're right. In the next one, 
They'll, Zion will go. Uh, Trey Young, all the top of Young pros will be there yep. and will dominate again. Simple. Well, and another thing to consider is um, not not so much with basketball, but now we got baseball is involved now mm-hmm. too, aren't they? Yeah. And it's happening in the middle of the season. Yeah, you can't send the pros. Who are you going? To, who are you going to put out? You're there? sending college guys. So you're not playing your best players. No. But in in, in basketball. They will have their best guys next year. Yeah, next time in twenty, I guess that's 20, 20, 2024, isn't it? Twenty twenty four. Okay. Yes. Whoever. So the that top will be, will and be that'll high. be in Paris, right? I think. Uh, so uh, the next time around, it'll be like you said, AD Zion. Yeah. Gian, well, not Giannis. Giannis will be, is great, but yeah. uh, but the, the best American players right. will be there next time. Exactly. Uh, we had, I mean, all those people were snubbing their nose. That didn't get selected, and that you know the the national team was coming back yeah. after him because the other guys were falling out. Right. Well, that you know those guys were saying, "No, nah, you didn't want me the first time. I'm not going." Exactly. So, so it Shel- just was a it was not a good job this year selecting a team. I agree. Sheldon Nations wants our best cast for whose line that is is it anyway? So Ryan and Colin have to be on there. Well, see, to me, there is only one. There's only one cast. So it's those two guys, Ryan, Colin, and Wayne, and then Greg. Greg but, Proops. Yeah, but the, but that that position alternated. But that's that's what he wants. He wants the, our top. He basically wants our top four. Okay, so that so I say Greg Proops is number number four. Sure. Okay. But the top three are set. Top three are locked in. You can't you can't get around that. Adam Johnson, if the Whistler were a movie villain, what are some movies that provide an appropriate ending? Die Hard. <laughs> Can you see him like whistling all the way down? <laughs> like as his lips are just. <laughs> yeah, that's a good choice. Uh, I'm trying to think does anybody get their their lungs ripped out. I don't know. We'll probably be a, we'll probably be off. sued for saying yeah, for, for. I'm just saying. Better not. All right, let's see here. Shelby Beach has some questions for us. I've I've been extremely busy this past month. Do either of you know who won the College World Series this year? That was Mississippi State. They won the College World Series and the national championship. He wants us to suggest a theme. For his youngest daughter's upcoming first birthday party, I suggest a national championship theme. Why not? Yeah, go right ahead. See, you've got a you've got a young daughter. My daughters are too old. I can't. You know, I, I'm out of the game. I think with they're that young, you're better off not going like a specific cartoon. Like we just did like a giraffe party. My my youngest, my oldest daughter, when she was little, loved giraffes. Yeah, so we had like giraffe cupcakes and all this stuff. I forget. I don't even remember what we did last year. Mm-hmm. I think it, I think it was kind of like that. It was just like a, you know, just a, a like a monkey theme or something. Mm. But yeah, you're right. There you go. Yeah. Hunter Manis wants to know if you air drum to Def Leppard with both hands, does that make you an asshole? That's that's kind of that's kind of wrong. It's not nice. Uh, let's see here. So, this is one of the all-time great moments here, this question. So, our friend Lounge Dog asked us a question. Somebody answered the question. I'm sorry, no. I'm sorry. Somebody replied to his question with another question. Yeah, I, I noticed that, and I'm like, what? how do you address that? I guess... It, it counts because then, the guy didn't answer his question. And then that guy replies to himself saying, don't answer my question or you'll be rebuked. Buddy, 
<laughs> How did you do this? How did you get yourself into this situation? I don't know. What a Let's answer lounge dog question because nobody did technically answer it. Does adding Texas and baseball make the SEC tougher in baseball more than football? Yes. Texas adds more toughness in baseball than football at this time. I would rather play Texas in football than play a three-game series against them in baseball. They're they're probably a preseason top ten team next yeah, year. Yeah, but they they aren't that every year. And, and in Texas, no, they, they've sort of gotten there. But this year was the first time that they've really kind of hit some expectations. That they haven't really done that. They went to the World Series one seventeen, nineteen, didn't they? No, they weren't there with State. Okay, maybe it was, it was seventeen. It was seventeen, I think. But they haven't been. I guess. I guess they. Well, maybe are. it was eighteen. I mean, it was eighteen. It was because it was eighteen. They they were they were connected to the Oxford Super Regional and would have played Ole Miss. Okay, but they didn't. Well, yeah, okay. you you might be right because football they haven't really been very good in the last fifteen years or so. So yeah, I mean you might be right, and that is a three game series, yeah. and you got to see right them. now. Texas is. A, I mean, they're not a great football program. No. So. And then Benjamin Wade Kinsey, <laughs> I don't know how he did this, but with all the people coming back in football, there's no way the media. Okay, I got to read. I got to read this whole thing the way it's written. You ready? Okay. With all the people coming back in football, there's no way the media are component enough to vote fair. How do we get these blockheads from voting? To be competent. That's what he meant. It's not what he said. Said component. This was just. This was a train wreck, Benjamin. I'm not. What happened, Benjamin? We're out. We're tapping out on you. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. Was he? So was he just like putting a precursor in there that nobody can answer this question, or was he talking to himself? I don't know. I don't know. Don't know. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Uh, Let's see here. Dear, Nash, dear old state, should college fan sites that sign NIL deals with teams' players be allowed to cover recruiting? That that is an interesting idea because obviously you're 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 paying for interviews with current players, but that does feel like a slippery slope, and it does feel like do we really want these guys to have access to recruits? Well, there's a lot of them that have been skirting the rules for a, a long, long time, time anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. what why change now? Yeah. I mean that. There's a lot of people that universities, not I won't I won't say universities, but coaching staffs, boosters, people like that will use as mouthpieces for uh, for them, uh, whether it be with recruits or for the fan base or whatever. And uh, I don't like the I don't like the trend that we're seeing right now from these Texas schools of paying these players for interviews. Uh, I don't think that sets a good precedent, but at the same time, it it also seems very, very strange to me. I, I don't understand why we're doing that. I guess I do understand why we're doing that, but I have no, yeah, we, I have no proof to suggest what it is. Monroe Walker says, if someone hasn't bought any national championship gear, are they really a true fan? I don't know how you could be a Mississippi State fan and not own one piece of national championship gear. You have to. Some would say you should be spending hundreds of dollars. Yeah, and spend it at College Corner. Yes. Uh, how hot can I expect it to be at the Memphis game? Three o'clock uh, kickoff in Liberty Bowl Stadium. Hot. You, sh- you should be able to put an egg on your forehead, mm-hmm. and it should be able to cook all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not talking about over, oh, not over easy either. We're yes. talking all the way. Fried eggs. Yes. 
Um, will this be a normal year for football games? No mask. I think that attendance will be normal, but the mask is, Might be is still up in the air. I think that I think we're very close to starting to implement yeah, mask mandates again, which I think everybody should be okay with. With the alternative being that we're going to have to shut things down again, yeah. I yeah. think you know that that's I, I'll gladly wear a mask if it means that we don't have to shut down yeah. Davis Wade or a bunch of businesses again because yep. that was awful. He also wants my Greek pork shoulder recipe. I, I gave that yesterday uh, on the podcast. Just go back and listen. Uh, let's see here. Got some regular old-fashioned mentions here. All right, this is a question I've been looking forward to answering. From Hail State 01. With wrestling being so fake and staged, I don't understand the appeal. It's cool you guys like it, but what is the appeal? I'm not trolling. I really want to understand so I'm going to give you some, some, some information here that you may not have had before. But Brian Cranston didn't really sell meth either. No. And Tyrion Lannister is actually Peter Dinklage. And he is not a, uh, a, a Lannister. Are you telling me that those dragons weren't real? Not real. Just fake and stage. Guys, it's a television show. I don't understand this, but when people... You realize it's fake. Yes. No, I thought this whole time... I thought this whole time that, that Hulk Hogan that I thought, and Randy Savage didn't like... Well, they I thought did. Mae Young really gave birth to a hand. I really did. <laughs> I thought that was I true. I thought that this guy from Texas was actually an undead zombie who could just summon lightning from his hands. It's a television show. I could have sworn that the Japanese guy... Actually chopped off. You know what? Maybe his, we his wee wee. Chop it, chop it, pee pee. Shout out to Kai and Ty. Uh. So, so Hell State O one. The next yeah. time you watch your favorite series, I want you to ask yourself, yeah. why am I watching this? Yeah. Because. It's there fake. aren't really bounty hunters in space, and you know there's not actually a, a Norse god involved in our day to day life. Brad Baxter, in honor of the name Brad, ranked these bulldog brace baseball brats. All right, it's a good topic. Brad Cumbus, Brad Hildreth, Brad Jones, Brad Corley, Brad Freeman. Freeman one. Jones. Brad Jones. Or, or Jones or Corley. Well, I, I didn't watch much of Brad Hildreth, so I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Brad Freeman's one, though, right? Yes. Okay, so the, I'm going to go Brad Corley. Brad Corley led the SEC in home runs. Okay, yeah, but hey, Corley, Corley had a really good season. So uh, then we'll go then, Jones, Hildreth, Hildreth and Compass. Compass is going to have to be last for the time being. We'll see what he does next yeah, year. I he's, agree. he's got a chance. I, I'll tell you what, he's better than a lot of um, two-sport guys that are playing right now. He has now. been. He's, he's been he's been a, a now imagine what he'd be like if he got a full season yeah or full off season uh, let's see here uh, Randy Holloway which is a less likely outcome for MSU football in twenty twenty one nine and three with a Florida Bowl or three and nine with Leach on the hot seat I, I say three and nine I think it's more likely they would go nine and three than three and nine yeah I, I would be really surprised if they only won three games that'd be very disappointing. And yes, his seat would be on fire. Oh yeah, big time. Big we, we'd be having shows on here. You'd be talking about. You'd be right back to where you were last year when you were saying you didn't know if this yeah. hire was going to no, work. No, you're right. You're right. It, it'd be crazy on here. Right. Traquan Key has some questions for us. Uh, 
How crazy is it that both Ole Miss and Mississippi State won their first real team national championships in the same year? I mean, we can make fun of it all we want, but they did win a national championship in women's golf. It is interesting that within like a month, within time. a month of each other. And what's so funny about it is, is there was a little bit of you know, yeah, I know you're not gonna believe this. There's a little bit of ego from the Ole Miss. Oh, they've never even won any kind of national title, and then not only did the state win a national title, they won one that Ole Miss has been craving, and they had to rely on the uh, women's golf national championship of a team that they couldn't name three players from. Yeah, that's true. If Rick Ray, Sylvester Croom, and Peter Sermon ran for mayor of Starkville, who would win and why? I know who I would vote for in that group. I think Sylvester Croom would probably win. Croom strikes me as the guy who would win. He is more... Beloved is a he's strong mo- word. I was going to say beloved, but respected. Maybe he's more respected than the other. He he two. would be a good politician. He would he would yeah. say all the right things. I would vote for Rick Ray. He would be the best yeah. politician of them. Yeah. I think. Uh, but no I, recruiting involved in in being a politician, right? But I think people. I think I think enough people respected what Sylvester Croom did in his time. The other two are, are considered infinitely worse hires. So, who will be the face of these programs going into the 21-22 sports calendar? So, who is the face of baseball next year? I think it's got to be Landon Sims, right? Yes. Okay. Football. Going into this year? Yeah. Um It's Will, will Rogers, Rogers or Aaron Berlay? It's Will Rogers today. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Women's basketball. It's still Rakia. Rakia Jackson. Men's basketball. Um either Tolu Smith or or Iverson. Maybe even Garrison Brooks. Brooks has a chance to to be that guy, yeah. I agree. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Brian Felton. My uh, college roommate. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. If Mississippi had an NFL or NBA team, where in Mississippi would it be located? What would be the team name? What would the main colors be? Would they have a chance to be successful? It'd be in Jackson. It'd be in the Jackson area. My uh, college history teacher, Mr. McCool at East Central Community College, said that the state of Mississippi should combine their their two universities, two major universities, and be called the Possums. I like so it. that would be. I thought like maybe like the Gators, like the Alligators. Could be very Mississippi. I tell you what, Leak County likes that mascot because they had both of their schools That's that the they Possums? consolidated into two separate schools. Mm-hmm. As the alligators, as the gators, they both are. Shout out to Vicksburg. They both are L, uh, L C H S. Yeah, and they are both the same colors. There you go. And they are in the same county. The main colors would be the state flag colors: red, blue, yellow. Sort of like what the Pelicans look like, I guess. Yeah. Would they have a chance to be successful? No. Not not in this stage. Not in this stage, and that yeah, there's there's not enough big businesses to kind of invest in it and all that i mean i just i don't i don't know if it would work i think you just have to run with these yeah. college teams right. the american dream has a question would you mind if i used my american dream impression to answer of course that? i wouldn't so, what is the most interesting thing you've learned in the past month daddy mine is the school with all the different mascots in oxford they claim they were national champions when they were number two in the polls if you will well, I, didn't, well, I, I didn't learn that. I didn't learn that. I already knew that. Uh, so. I've known that most of my life. Yeah. Because I we've heard that. I know them egg-sucking dogs up there in Oxford, if you will. They claim to be a national championship, but they don't have the championship belt like the American Dream Dusty Rose carries around with him. If you know what I'm saying, Daddy. <laughs> All right. uh, let's see here. Let's go to Jason Neal Galt. 
Is Texas really ready for the SEC? It seems like horns down is the most kind thing that fans will say or do. <laughs> He's not wrong. Yeah, it's going to be a lot I mean, different. You're going to Texas fans are going to drive on the Mississippi State campus and hanging from the Kappa Sig house is going to be a giant banner with the horns down on it. It's the first thing you're going to see. They they just think that it's that it's big time in the Big Twelve as far as fan, these fan bases are concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot, know, a lot of these places all they have is college sports. Mm-hmm. So it's I don't know if they're I don't think they're ready. I really don't. It seems that LSU is a little overrated. I have them as a coin flip. Are people just looking at the helmet picking this game? LSU has a lot of talent. Yeah. But I don't know how they're going to play together. Well, it's the same as last year. I mean, the State was still significantly – I mean, I go back to that game, and I forget who put out the numbers mm-hmm. before that game started. Actually, it might have been me. I can't remember. The, the, the amount of five stars – yeah. Four stars in comparison to Mississippi State was astronomical. Mm-hmm. State was still heavily out outnumbered as far yeah. as that talent's concerned. And that's yeah. the same thing this year. Yeah. Uh, but that's been the, that's always going to be the case with LSU. They're always going to have the talent. It just depends on the experience level and if those guys are able to kind of put it all together. Yeah. Uh, last one from Jason. What is CM Punk's first match going to be in AEW? You, they'll, they'll put him right towards the top. I'm not saying he gets Omega first, but... It depends on what he comes in as. Is he does he come in as a bad guy or? There's guy? no way he can come in as a bad guy. There's no way he, he, you can't do that. You can't get him over like that. I hope that Omega wins his championship match. Mm-hmm. CM Punk comes out. Mm-hmm. It just almost almost exactly like Moxley did at the first yeah. All Out or whatever that Could was. Could happen. And he comes out through the crowd. Yeah. And gives him the go to sleep. Yeah. And I like it. ends the show. Uh, let's see here. Dr. Tony Loper, the best damn veterinarian in the city of Vicksburg. At what point did you think we had a real chance to win the national championship in baseball? I remember the exact moment I was like, they're going to win the national championship. It's when Kellum Clark hit that home run. It was not before that. At no point was I just like, they're going to win this. I kind of thought after the uh, base hit from Tanner Leggett that they were going to win it. Well, when they walked off Texas, yes, I just, I just, I thought having to face Lighter and Rocker was going to be too much. I thought it was going to be tough, but I, I thought that this team was prepared to, yeah. to find a way. Right. But I thought that about the 2013 team as well, and yeah. that was kind of in the back of my yeah, mind. Exactly. Uh, question from his kids: How do you think Tanner Allen will do with the Miami Marlins? I think he'll do really well. Tanner Allen is a winner. Yeah, the guy's just a winner. So even if he doesn't, even if baseball doesn't work out for him, he, he's not, he's going to be a successful person. That being said. I think he's going to do just fine. Yeah. I think the big question mark for a lot of people is where he plays on the next level. But mm-hmm. I think it's kind of like, in some ways, it's kind of like Adam Frazier, but Adam Frazier's a little more versatile than he is in the field. But it's one of those things where he's such a good hitter, mm-hmm. you just find a way for him in the lineup. It's like same thing with Hunter Renfro, but the opposite end of the spectrum. His batting average is not very good all time, but he's such a great fielder. Mm-hmm. He's going to be in a lineup no matter what. So I, th- I think they're going to find a place for him somewhere. Uh, Tucker Medlin says, what are reasonable expectations for Charles Cross and the offensive line in general to be able to block three? That's a reasonable expectation. You, you should expect them to be improved. Yeah. If they're, if they're still struggling with that, then you've got some major issues moving yeah. forward. Is it fair to say Emmanuel Forbes had a freshman season that was as good or better than Derek Stingley Forbes had five picks in 11 games. Three of them went back for touchdowns. Stingley had six picks in 15 games. 
I do think you have to consider a little bit of his coverage ability too. What Stingley yeah. was able to do that should add into it. But from a pure number standpoint, yeah, I mean he had as good a freshman year as anybody the last few years. Yeah. Uh, Rob Hadaway, our good friend, wants to know. It's been interesting comparing and contrasting the Texas Tech A&M rivalry with the MSU Ole Miss one. The way the Aggie inferiority complex has reared its head has been a spectacle. I know certain people like to toss around little brother as an insult, but do you agree that neither State or Ole Miss inherently feel inferior to the other? Certainly not over the past 30 years. I I feel that both schools genuinely feel superior to the other. Yes, in Mississippi, State fans feel like they are better than Ole Miss, and Ole Miss fans feel like they're better than State. Except for when it comes to recruiting. Yeah, and recruiting is different. There, there is a bit of an inferiority complex with State fans with Ole mm-hmm. Miss. They think it's that they're going well to, they think they're going to uh, get whoever they want, and there's going to be a lot of cheating involved, mm-hmm. which the past has uncovered that. But mm-hmm. still, uh, let's see here, Rob. I love your schedule thing, but that's a, that's like a show topic. I can't do that as a question. I wanted to answer this question for one reason, and we'll get to it in a second. Is Oklahoma and Texas to the SEC more like Hall and Nash showing up in WCW or Vince inviting the NWO to WWE? I wanted to answer that because, of all people, Kyle Niblett answered this question. He got rebuked. Yes. But come on, Kyle. You know better. Uh, th- it's more like it's Hall and Nash. I go the opposite direction. Oh, you think it's you think this is the the poison into the SEC? Well, I don't think that Texas is. I don't think that Texas is going to be able to come in here and say the measure sticks changed around here, buddy. You're looking at it because the SEC so is like already if the greatest. Hall co- and Scott Norton had showed up. Well, I just think it's the opposite. I think it's Vince inviting the NWO okay. in. They've had to leave where they are because the Big Twelve is basically defunct. Mm-hmm. The SEC is pretty much just gobbling up everyone like Vince did when he won the Monday Night Wars mm-hmm. and they are coming in to WWF to be a part of things but they're not going to run things mm-hmm. uh, because the NWO changed everything about wrestling mm-hmm. I, I, I do think that that's going to contribute to a change mm-hmm. but I feel like the SEC not is already within established the SEC so much. Right. Okay. I, I feel like the SEC is an already established monster right. in college sports. Caleb Glover, Robbie Ranks Wrestlers, DX, the NWO, the Four Horsemen, the Nation of Domination, Evolution, the Corporation. All right. Got to look at this. So you've got to consider the Four Horsemen and Evolution towards the top based on who they had in those groups. Okay. Four Horsemen and Evolution, uh, the Four Horsemen are already in the Hall of Fame. Which I guess DX and NWO are as well, but the Four Horsemen have the greatest wrestler of all time involved, as do Evolution. By default, I feel like those guys should be from just a pure talent standpoint. But when you think about what NWO did for the business, they have to be towards the top. Mm-hmm. So this is interesting. Um, I'm going to go with Four Horsemen one, mm-hmm. NWO two. Okay. And then I'm going to go with DX, mm-hmm. Evolution, mm-hmm. the Nation, and the Corporation. The Corporation got real watered down there. You had yeah. Big Boss Man and Ken Shamrock and yeah. Test, I mean, yeah. which NWO did as well. But right. we'll, we'll just go with the top part of NWO yeah. when they first did. But I'm, I'm going to go with Horsemen first. They right. set the tone for factions. Hey Dad's hand-pick hankering, beignets or donuts? Donuts. They, there's so many options there. Beignets yep. are just sort of one note. But I would take both if offered. Yeah, if offered. 
And that, those were your hankerings. I won't yeah. interject. What's your favorite school or campus to visit? For me, it's LSU. I know you're thinking. You know what you're thinking. Like, do you like having urine lobbed at you? But the food is fantastic. The uh, the women are beautiful. The campus is really nice. I like Baton Rouge. I'm gonna go LSU. Do you like having urine? <laughs> so I'm just saying. What about you? Uh, one of my favorites is Auburn. Very quaint. Auburn campus. is a fun town, yeah. Um, the town is very quaint as well. A, a legitimate college town, mm-hmm. and in many ways, is very similar to Starkville. Yeah. So uh, that would be up there for me. I've not been to Athens, which is on my bucket list of places to to go cover games. Yeah, Athens is fantastic. It's really, really. But cool. I like Baton Rouge as well. Yeah. I mean, the town of Baton Rouge, maybe not as much. Mm-hmm. The area around campus. Yeah. yeah. Alex Barham, if you could have gotten an exclusive interview with any MSU player or coach after a huge game, which player or coach would you have chosen in which game? Um, I, I would. I would like to talk to Bear Bryant after the nineteen eighty. That's a good choice. Six to three game, Dak just to get his thoughts on on you know what happened that day. Dak after the Auburn game, yeah, would have been a good one. Um, I don't even remember that press conference because everything was such a blur yeah. after that game. Um, obviously, you know, if you could have talked to Will Bednar after the national championship game and been the only one to talk to him, that would have been something. Here, here's the thing, too. The best things, the the best interviews, are the ones that happen after the fact when mm-hmm. when players aren't on such an emotional high. Mm-hmm. When they can kind of collect their thoughts. Yeah. yeah. So after a game might not be the best time. Like 24 hours later. Yeah. And it might be the best time for sound well, bites again, you can say, when like, they're emotional. It's exclusive. So, no, nobody else gets to talk to Bednar but me. That's the way this works. Yeah. But, I mean, you, you have a chance to kind of collect your thoughts and kind of talk about what everything means to you at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it can go either way. You can, you can have a great sound bite because you're so emotional at the time, or you can... Wait for you know a week or two after the fact and collect your thoughts and give your best thoughts on the subject. Yeah. Uh, also wants to know, does Alex Barham, what three events would be in the Thunder and Lightning Triathlon? Um, so Wing eating competition. That's number one. That was my first thought. <laughs> we were on the same page. So that's my win. What's yours? What are you? What are you going to do? Um. So we're we're going food for so, real. Well, I think we you should pick something that. I'm good at something that you're good at, and then the third thing is we're both sort of good at it. Uh, I, let's go karaoke competition for me for round two. I'm still gonna win. What are you talking about? I don't. I don't know. I don't know about. I'm that. not a great singer, but I have style. Oh, uh, I thought we we're on the same team. Oh no 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 no! We're competing against each other. Oh okay. Well, I'm getting smashed in the in the in the wing eating competition. Yeah. I feel like I can take you in karaoke. Okay. And, and then wrestling trivia. I would get smashed in that. You think? Yeah. I, I think you 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 underrate Mm-mm. yourself. No, it's the pecking order in wrestling among our people. Are are you? I mean, uh, Brandon, you and me. Uh huh. Okay. I would say. Well, Kyle, number one. Kyle Niblett. That's true. Okay. Yeah, I forgot. I totally forgot about Kyle. I and just Joel's don't consider him too, as much because I never. Joel and Logan it. are in there too. Don't forget. I just like that you said the pecking order, brother. This is where the power lies. This is where the power lies, brother. That's right. Uh, We've got see. a ton of wrestling on this show. I love it. Uh, Paul Barrett, if you summoned a genie... Oh, yes. It's not Paul Bearer. 
Should I do Paul Bearer's voice for this question? I can't. I can't do a full voice. If you summoned a genie, but he wasn't very good at his job, so he could only grant small or mediocre wishes, or wishes you had to put in some work to make good, what would you wish for? I feel like I would wish for a billion dollars, but I would only get like a hundred every day. Like I guess get a hundred bucks, you know. So I'm getting seven hundred a week. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Like I understand you can't give it to me all at once. How much? What's the maximum I can get? It's like an ATM thing. Works uh, for me. Yeah. Let's go to the next question here. Uh, Joey Nordog, what is your favorite type of question, and why is it the kind where the asker answers their own question at the end of a question? That's a great question. I do like those questions. Those happen a lot, too. Yeah. I, I like the questions where I don't have to think too much. Yes. Like, first, my where, gut where you're sitting, Where you're sitting here in dead air for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Like, if, I, if you were drowning and I threw you a rope, would you take it? Yes. End of discussion. End of discussion. All right. Tomorrow's show, we're going to do some opponent and some SEC previews. We may skip the interview portion of it. This would have Robbie and I talk about some stuff. And then don't, don't need no stinking interviews. I know. And then Friday, we're doing our all 22 rankings. Uh, we will rank our confidence in all of MSU's football starters. Guys, have a great uh, Wednesday. Robbie and I will be back with you on Thursday. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.